Welcome to US Rail Journeys, Series 3. It's been a long time coming, but with the easing of travel restrictions, I have been able to make the journeys I had originally planned for the spring of 2020. Join me as I travel 6,684 miles with Amtrak across the United States. First, I take the Silver Star from Miami to New York, then the Crescent from New York to New Orleans. Next, I take the Texas Eagle from Los Angeles via San Antonio to Chicago. Then it's the Lakeshore Limited from Chicago to New York. And finally, the Acela from New York up to Boston. Episode 4, where we're travelling across Florida from Sebring to Tampa. I think the lunch service is finished, but the staff are hard at work doing the paperwork as we're making good progress. Passing another small settlement of people. A couple of the houses were up on stilts, a bit like the Queenslander home that you would find in Australia. We've definitely entered an area now that's agriculturally managed. Small trees planted at regular intervals across the fields. I wonder if that's a young orange plantation. But there's also a lot of woodland, countryside, small waterways, and little roads to nowhere. The section of track that we're moving rapidly along is single track. So I presume that nobody wants us to be too slow, otherwise trains going the opposite direction will of course get delayed. There's a bit of sunshine, high clouds, but not as cloudy as it was in Miami, where it was very grey, hot and humid. Well, it's certainly much nicer scenery that we're travelling through now. Some quite large farms by the look of it, some big houses, cattle, orange groves, and we're just coming into Sebring. Sebring is the home of the Sebring International Raceway, created on a former airbase, and it hosts the 12 Hours of Sebring Race. Several of the town's streets are named after automobile manufacturers or their models, such as Porsche Avenue, Corvette Avenue and Thunderbird Road. The town itself was founded in 1912 and named after George Sebring, a pottery manufacturer from Ohio. Both the Silver Star and, when it's running, the Silver Meteor stop at the railway station, which opened in 1924. That was 12 years after the town was founded. It was used by 14,083 passengers in 2019. 
we're on our way to Winterhaven. We're currently travelling quite slowly. When we reach Winterhaven, according to my calculations, we'll have travelled about 200 miles. According to the moving map on my phone, we appear to be travelling through an area of green. Well, it's certainly wooded, quite thickly wooded, with no roads or anything to be seen. This part of Florida seems to have lots and lots of lakes. Some are the size of small ponds, others decent big lakes. And one of the train crew was telling me that he was visiting a friend of his who lives in southern Florida and saw a baby alligator getting out of the pond at the bottom of the garden. Apparently, we've just passed somewhere called Frostproof Heights. Considering that I don't think the weather ever drops below 60 in this part of the world, Frostproof seems a little strange. Still lots of trees, but quite open as well. The soil is an incredibly pale colour. Looks like it could be white sand. I've also noticed that the roads down here all appear to be made of concrete. I presume because of the temperatures, tar would melt. We've just passed a freight depot and a lumber yard, except that the lumber here isn't sawn wood. It looks to me like it's the trunks of wood ready to be taken away for processing. Now we're passing a company that would appear to make trusses for roofs. Stacks of wooden trusses in their yard. And then we're back into the woodland by the side of the track. We must be passing a farm, because there are some cows happily eating the grass. A big tree over there with a group of cows sat underneath it, sheltering the hot sun. Though I assume they can't do anything about the humidity. Now a group of cows running away across a field as we come along. I presume it's the rattling noise of the train that's frightening them. Passing a major freight depot. Diesel-electric locomotives from CSX. Containers and a lot of wagons. This is probably the largest rail facility I've seen so far on this journey. Lots of spare bogies, no doubt for when they have a problem with some of the trucks that we're passing. I think we're just about to come into Winterhaven. Winterhaven is the home of Cypress Gardens, which was Florida's first theme park. It's called the Chain of Lake City as there are numerous freshwater lakes within the city limits. There are also a number of ski schools because water skiing is very popular and the name is a reference to its lack of cold weather. This is the stop for Legoland in Florida. The station was originally built in 1925 and was rebuilt in 1947. There was a freight depot on the south side of the station until 1982. There are abandoned tracks crossing the platform on the south side of the station. Normally there would be four trains daily, two in each direction, on the north and southbound Silver Star and Silver Meteor. But currently there are only two because, as I said earlier, the Silver Meteor is currently cancelled. The station was used by over 19,750 passengers in 2019. So the train's now slowing down, coming into Winterhaven. We passed lots of single-storey houses. 
some factories, forklift trucks, industrial yards. But now we seem to have gone out of that and back into tree-lined railway with a very large road running on a bridge just above us. This highway, I would think, is the biggest that we've passed in, ooh, an hour and a half to two hours. Just crossed what looks like a canal with built-up edges. And yes, there's one of the big lakes. One of the things about the stations here in the US is that the platforms are very low, or even at ground level. There's no step-free access to the trains at most stations. But we've got some passengers getting on, walking past me. Small baggage cart has just gone down with four checked bags on it. A last call for Winterhaven. I wonder if somebody hasn't got off who should have got off here. I think what one would say about Winterhaven is the station buildings have seen better days. approaching Lakeland. The town was first settled in the 1870s. In 1938, the architect Frank Lloyd Wright came to design a great educational temple for Florida Southern College. It is the largest single-site collection of his buildings anywhere in the world. The station is located on the northern shore of Lake Mirror. It's unique because it has two station codes one for southbound passengers and a different one for those going north. Passengers leaving the train get off now before the train travels towards Tampa, where it will reverse and then return along the same route. Those getting on join the train when it returns. The current station was built in 1998 as a replacement for the 1960 built station, which was just over a mile west of the current station. The former station building was demolished in 2008, but the passenger platforms and canopies remained for another 13 years before the canopies were demolished in January 2021. The platforms remain. The station was used by 19,186 passengers in 2019. <laughs> We're going at quite a rapid pace en route to Tampa. And as you can hear, the track probably isn't the best bit of track I've ever travelled on because everything's rattling away. We have, I think, 15 minutes in Tampa, so I might be able to get a breath of air. We've slowed right down from that rattly bit. Water tower on my left yard with some piles of soil in it. I can't really tell you what's on the right because there are a lot of oil wagons that we're passing. I mean, I better stand up I'm tired. <laughs> I suspect the reason that we slow down is that we've just turned right onto a siding. Well, I say a siding, is that we've just turned right off the route that we were on 
and I suspect that this is taking us to Tampa. In an hour or so, we'll be coming back this way. Well, the train's just reversed, so we appear to be heading backwards down the bit of track that we were going forwards up. So now we're definitely reversing, and we've come off a slightly different direction. Those points were in fact part of a triangle, so now we're going in reverse with our locomotive at the front of the train, so that when we come out of Tampa, the locomotive will be at the front of the train. Do we have to turn round and go in reverse yet again to Lakeland for our second passing of Lakeland? It'll be interesting to see. We've just gone through somewhere called Historic Ebor. It's certainly historic because the bit of town next to the tracks is all the derelict industrial bits, all the scruffy industrial bits that are still being used, a pile of cylinders here, signs of manufacturing, and all manner of other industrial processing. Small industries, not large industries, Oh, we're just passing a Hampton Suites. 1960s, 70s building by the look of it. We're just crossing a tram track. I think, as they say on a flight, we're on the final approach into Tampa. Tampa's the largest city in the Tampa Bay area. A four-county area with over three million residents. The word is thought to mean sticks of fire in the language of the Native American tribe that once lived here. This is a reference to the many lightning strikes that the area receives every summer. Significant growth started in 1883 when phosphate was discovered in the region. The railway soon followed along with cigar production. The population grew by an astonishing 668% between 1880 and 1890. In World War II, McDill Field served as the main base for air operations. The Bayshore Boulevard is a four and a half mile continuous pavement and is second only to the Seawall Boulevard in Galveston, Texas as one of the longest continuous sidewalks in the United States of America. Ray Charles came from Tampa. Tampa Union Station was opened on the 15th of May 1912 by the Tampa Union Station Company. It combined the passenger operations for three existing railways on a single site. In 1974, Tampa Union Station was added to the U.S. National Register of Historic Places. And in 1988, it received local landmark status from the city of Tampa. Tampa Union Station was closed in 1984 after a significant deterioration in its condition and Amtrak passengers used a temporary prefabricated station building nicknamed as an Amshack. The station was restored and reopened to the public in 1998. In addition to the Silver Star train, there are Amtrak throughway services to Orlando, Lakeland, St. Petersburg, Bradenton, Sarasota, Port Charlotte and Fort Myers. When the Silver Star leaves Tampa, it will be reversing direction and retracing our path for 40 miles east back to Lakeland. We've used the turning triangle a few miles out of the station and we'll be using that again to get round to pointing in the opposite direction. Over 110,300 passengers use the station 
in 2019. I'm told that because the silver meteor isn't running at the current time, the train's much longer than it would normally be. It's certainly off the end of the platform here at Tampa. Lots of people getting off and a lot more getting on. So it's goodbye to those who are leaving and hello to those who are joining the train. There are other passengers just taking advantage of the stop to get a breath of real air. Or maybe smoke a cigarette or an e-cigarette. The passengers who are joining us being allocated their seats at the door by one of the attentive and excellent Amtrak train crew. Well, I've just had five minutes off the train, walked a bit down the platform, got told off for getting off at the wrong door. But fortunately, I was allowed back on at one of the doors in coach. Interestingly, here at Tampa, the platform is actually at door level, so there are no steps to get onto the train. Slowly pulling out of Tampa on time at 5:20 p.m. We're not going very fast, but I'm assuming that is because we have to do a reversing maneuver again. So we're now returning through the prettier parts of Tampa, where the buildings were built a long time ago, down by the railway line. There are some quite nice buildings a couple of blocks up. But most of what's really down by the line has seen better days. Well, we're leaving Tampa far faster than we arrived. And we've just passed the siding to the triangle that we turned on. Where will we turn again? I thank all the passengers and crew aboard Amtrak's Silver Star train that left Miami on Saturday the 25th of June. The US Rail Journeys podcasts are produced and published by the Mr. T Podcast Studio. Thank you very much for listening and please join me again in a couple of weeks for the next instalment. <laughs>